Hello and welcome to In All Honesty, the podcast where we get real about life and all the problems that come with it. I'm Michelle Elman and I'm a five board accredited life coach, public speaker, author of The Joy of Being Selfish and Am I Ugly and my new book, The Selfish Romantic, coming out in January. I'm passionate about teaching people to communicate, heal the wounds of the past, feel your feelings and ultimately giving you the tools to change your own life. This is the space where you get your personal development needs met and we talk about all things growth, self-awareness and communication with complexity and nuance. So if that sounds like your cup of tea, stick around because I think you're going to like it here. Criticism is a really bad habit and yes I said habit, it's a habit and it's something you learn how to do and you learn how to repeat. A lot of the time it's because the people who you loved growing up express their love with criticism in ways like oh I'm only telling you because I love you, if I don't tell you who else will. These kind of phrases are ways where we normalise criticism as a part of a loving relationship and in order to change it you need to learn how to break that habit and the reason why I think it's so important to break that habit is because criticism is the biggest way to break trust and to break intimacy. It tells that other person that what they're doing isn't good enough and it's actually never necessary. It's not a way to show love and it's instead a way to control the other person especially when you're criticising someone on something they can't change instantly. For example, their appearance, their weight. So yes, they might be able to lose weight over a period of time, but if they can't do it by tomorrow, then they're going to be stuck with that feeling of not feeling good enough until that weight can go. And that can take months or years. And that's assuming that the right response to criticism is actually to listen to it. And a lot of the times it isn't because when someone criticises you, it's very rarely about you. Dr. John Gottman, who is one of my favourite psychologists when it comes to relationship stuff, says that criticism is actually the top predictor of divorce and that doesn't surprise me. Criticism is not love, no matter how many times you were told that. A lot of the time, the mentality behind criticising your children is to make them better. But I truly believe criticism does not make anyone better because it is never necessary and it inbuilds shame. And shame is not a learning tool. Now, even if that person doesn't internalise it from an identity level, what it will build is guilt. And feeling guilt for who they are is likely also not going to lead to a learning lesson. Now that doesn't mean they're not going to do the thing that you're criticising them for, whether that be losing weight, whatever other thing you're criticising them for, but that means that they're going to lose the weight but still have that shame internally. And that's why a lot of the time when people go through weight loss, they think that's the solution to their problems. They actually end up feeling worse when they've lost the weight because they pinned all of their problems onto the weight gain. And so when the weight loss doesn't solve it, they feel even less helpless than before. The reason why I say criticism is never necessary is because there's such a difference in the way you communicate things. Criticism inherently implies there's a problem with that person. It individualises it, it brings it down to that identity level. So for example, there's a difference between saying, oh can't you stack a dishwasher properly? Like what's wrong with you? It's simply a dishwasher, you never stack a dishwasher in your life. Versus someone saying, hey when you put the dishes in the dishwasher can you make sure they line up? That's not telling them what not to do, it's telling them what to do. So you're not criticising the way they're doing it, you're telling them the way you want it done, which is actually focusing so much on the behaviour, whereas the initial phrase was focusing on them as a person. What's wrong with you? 
are you so stupid you can't stack a dishwasher right even if you don't use insulting terms complaining about the dishwasher being stacked the wrong way is overlooking the fact that the dishwasher was stacked in the first place so if you want something done differently first of all you actually have to question whether there's only one way of doing things correctly second of all you have to actually ask yourself whether the way they do it is something you can live with and then third of all why can't you live with a dishwasher being stacked differently to yours okay let's say the way they stack the dishwasher blocks the spinner and water actually can't get through it's not actually cleaning the dishes let's say the way they're stacking the dishes is actually ineffective all you have to say is thank you so much for helping me stack the dishwasher i actually noticed on the last run there was one of the spoons was in the way of the spinner and that meant it wasn't actually cycling the water properly so i think we both just need to be a bit more careful about that People are human. People are going to make mistakes. It doesn't have to be a big deal. It doesn't have to be a big comment. Using words like we, because you do both need to be aware of the spinner in the dishwasher or whatever it is. And taking a moment to thank them, even if it's for something very simple, something that you do all the time without any thanks, means that you're actually building intimacy. You're a team figuring out how to live together, how things need to work the right way, rather than one against the other, you're so stupid, you can't figure things out on your own. It's about making it about behaviour, not the person. And if that's not reason enough, then you have to remember that if you praise someone for doing the bare minimum, the likelihood of them doing it again is much greater than you've criticised them for the one small part they're doing wrong. It's very easy to notice the one time someone's late and not praise them for every other time they've been on time. It's very easy to notice the one thing that bugs you and not notice all the other things they do right. And that's why I say criticism is a habit. It's a way of life almost. It's a way you look at the world and you notice what's wrong before you notice what's good and trust me if this is one of your habits that you need to break I bet you it's not just about your partner the person you live with your housemate it's probably about your colleagues it's probably about your family it's probably learnt from your family it's probably in every single element of your life because how you do one thing is usually how you do everything so let's say you come home and someone's changed the bed but they didn't use the bed sheets that you like all that person is going to hear when you complain and criticise about that bedsheet being changed is that whatever they do, it is not good enough. And when you enter that mentality, yes, it might be childish, but the following next step is, why should I even bother? Why should I even try? And when they stop trying, you're going to criticise them as well. So it's a lose-lose situation for you both. And if you're on the receiving end of criticism, then remember that the criticism is not about you. They criticise everyone. And that's because criticism is often because that person doesn't feel good enough. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
And that's what you have to remember. That person doesn't feel good enough about themselves. Because when you criticize someone else, you relieve yourself of thinking about your own flaws. You're basically pointing out every single thing that everyone else does wrong. And by doing that, you don't ever look at what you're doing wrong. And this could be because you don't think you're doing anything wrong in your own life. But it also could be because you're very aware of what's going wrong in your own life and they seem too big a problem to fix. And therefore, these small things like the dishwasher or the bed sheets feel fixable. So you focus on those. So you focus on the other people around you because we all know it's easier projecting than going inwards and actually fixing what you need to work on and telling everyone else how they need to change. But also because when you're able to fix the other problems around you, the small problems, you feel more in control. One of the reasons criticism occurs is because it's about control. When you're always pointing out everything about everyone else, it feels like you actually can change the things in your own life. But what you don't realise is that you're not trying to change things in your life, you're trying to change people in your life. And ultimately, the reason why I keep saying that criticism isn't love is because I actually believe a big piece of love is about acceptance. The times in my life when I felt most loved are when I'm being loved by a person who's accepted me as I am exactly right now. And it's not by someone who's fallen in love with my potential or what I could become or who I could be, but instead is fallen in love with who I am right now. And so if a big piece of the pie of love is acceptance, then criticism is the opposite to that. Criticism is telling me that what I'm doing right now is not good enough and that I need to do something different. I need to be someone different. And that's why it breaks intimacy. And especially if you're always striving for someone's approval, and this is likely more in the context of parents, and that parent keeps criticizing you, that's where our self-esteem can be dented. So if you're a person who criticizes a lot, I hope this episode has made you think long and hard about it and if you're asking me how to break the habit first you need to become aware of how much you criticize people which means number one when someone tells you that you're criticizing them listen to them stop fighting it stop telling them you aren't criticizing them stop using different words for criticism as a way to defend what you've just done and just apologize and accept that you've criticized then actually break the habit how do you break the habit stop doing it when you notice the words about to come out your mouth stop yourself from saying it and actually look underneath why am I saying this right now why does this dishwasher being stacked in a way that I don't like bother me so much and then sit in the discomfort of it let the bed sheets be the wrong bed sheets and sleep in that bed with the wrong bed sheets and notice how the world doesn't fall apart was it really that important and can I focus on the fact that it was nice that they changed the bed when you hate changing the bed rather than focusing on the fact that they use the wrong sheets. A lot of the people who criticise actually tend to pick out really small details as well. And when you notice that it's a habit, you'll realise things like the bed sheets are things that actually aren't such a big deal. You could have slept on the wrong bed sheets. It doesn't matter. And being able to contextualise all the problems in your life and knowing which ones you can actually let go and not solve and not address is really a good way to break the habit because actually a really key skill in maintaining healthy relationships, both platonic and romantic, is knowing when to let something go. And that doesn't mean ignoring your needs when they go unmet. All it means is that other people aren't perfectly designed for you. They're going to do things in ways that you won't do them. And at the end of the day, most of the time, it does not matter. 
remember what's important in life and we all hate it when that person asks you to help and then criticizes you for doing it the wrong way and then when you don't help they moan and complain that they do everything and make themselves a victim and a martyr for no one helping them but the reason why no one helps them is because anytime they help they get criticized so don't become that person notice that behavior in yourself and put an end to it detect when criticism is about to come out of your mouth and keep your lips shut and I know that sounds oversimplified but a lot of the time when it comes to personal development we always need these tips and tricks and unique techniques in order to create behavior change but a lot of it comes down to ultimately doing it and so if you notice your behavior and you don't like your behavior anymore choose something different in the moment you don't need a fancy technique noticing it and choosing to do something different is all you need to do and keeping your mouth shut and saying nothing, even if you have to force yourself to do that, is a way to break the habit of criticism. And you'll notice once you start doing that, you might realize how often you actually go to criticize someone. And if you don't like being criticized, then don't criticize others. Thank you so much for listening. And if you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world if you could leave a review wherever you're listening to this and share it on social media and tag me in it so I can share it too. Come find me at Michelle L. Elman on Twitter, Instagram and TikTok. We do fun things on there like Q&A Mondays and on Fridays we celebrate your boundary wins. There's a whole community of people who want to grow and heal as well and we're waiting to welcome you whenever you're ready. In the meantime, make sure to feel your feelings, set some boundaries, communicate in the way you want to be communicated with, ask for what you need and I know sometimes you forget but someone loves you and I'll speak to you next week.